In today's Blitz, we revisit our discussion on oil going negative and have Martin Verhagen, founder and CEO of Quick, a digital logistics platform, give his take on oil's big moment, its impact on the freight and shipping industry, the complex optimization done to balance demand and supply, as well as the high costs pertaining to storage of oil. Tune in. An engineer, banker, and dancer go on a hike. They realize how things have changed and start a podcast. Hi, I'm Jed, the banker. I'm Shikhar, the engineer. And I'm Adrian, the dancer. And we are THC. We break down topics, meet pioneers, and share ideas. Welcome to Things Have Changed. So the biggest issue here would be the price of oil. And what ha- what happens when the price of oil goes to zero or negative? Yeah. <laughs> like how it did. <laughs> well, what we've seen the past couple of months, so when the lockdowns in the US and in Europe already started at the same time, there was an incident which drove down the price of oil. I think it was between Saudi Arabia and Russia, which really drove down the price of oil. Um, yeah. You know, you saw a definite dip in, in sort of pre- fate prices immediately after that. But the carriers have a lot of leeway in, in sort of optimizing their supply and demand because they can fairly simply say, well, we're either not going to operate this week on this route and we're just going to pull out a vessel out of this rotation, which has happened a lot uh, the past couple of months. This is what we call blank sailings, where normally you know they've got a ship every week between point A and point B, and they just say, well, we skip one next week. It's either because they can't operate it, which can be a very real reason, but it can also be a way to bring supply and demand back in balance. Uh, because you just increase demand if you all of a sudden take you know, a ship which has nowadays a capacity of 13, 15, 18,000 containers out of a rotation. And I think m- multiple millions of containers of capacity were taken out in the past couple of months as, as this stuff went on. Uh, either because they were forced to, Right, because they couldn't dock in certain places, or because it wasn't safe for the crews, uh, but but probably also uh, as a way of optimizing, keeping the prices at levels where they still make money. Got it. <laughs> the mechanics there are, are, you know, I wouldn't say they're they're extremely complex, but there's a lot there's a lot that can go on that impacts everybody, right? Because now all of a sudden, stuff is either more expensive or stays at the same price, or or the price goes down. Yeah, with the whole oil. I guess crisis, you could call it, <laughs> when futures went negative. In California, off the coast, there were a couple dozen oil tankers just sitting full of oil, nowhere to go, nowhere to port. And I, I can't even imagine how big of a logistical headache that was for them. They were charging $200,000 for storage just to keep these oil tankers filled up and holding the oil that well at no that point i think that's called contango right where the price of the futures of oil is above or below the price of current oil or something like that and so it's more efficient to hang on to yeah. that oil and store it and one way is to just let that sit there it's pr- the chip mm-hmm. sit there right it's probably those those yeah. ships are expensive don't get me wrong you wouldn't want to pay for them uh <laughs> yeah. but but you know they carry so much oil that if you think about it that, that, that even if that ship costs 100k a day to operate which i don't think it does it's probably less um the value of, of oil that it carries is you know millions literally 
right? Um, so let it sit there for a couple of days and hope that those prices readjust uh, or, or, or sell it on later and, and, and make a little bit more money. Makes a big mm-hmm. difference. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, it didn't happen just... It, it, that stuff that comes back seems to come back every couple of years. Because uh, I remember, I think 2012, 13, 14, that happened as well. We're in the Gulf of Mexico, like a bunch of ships were sitting outside the port of Houston, uh, you know, just at anchor, uh, keep, keeping their oil there because it will be sold at a loss. The problem of oil is that it's really hard to move, store, you know, stuff that doesn't want to stay in the same place for, for, for a very long time. Mm-hmm. There was this Bloomberg article a couple of years back about one of the journalists tried to buy a bottle of oil like a, a PT bottle. Uh, I'll look it up and send it, send it to you if you want. And, and that was like a struggle. <laughs> you, can't, you can't just buy crude anywhere, right? Because if you could, then, you know, last yeah. month, a bunch of people would have yeah. just a couple of barrels Everybody sitting in their backyard. And Everyone's like, it's negative. Why can't we buy? Uh, yeah. What are you going to use to store? Yeah. Are you going to give me yeah. pipes and ships? Yeah, exactly. the The problem was the storage, <laughs> because if it was easier to store, yeah, then yeah. the price wouldn't have gone negative. Contract. I don't think. We went into the airline industry, and it's probably the same for the shipping industry, where a lot of companies were hedging on the futures of oil, so that they could keep their prices stable for that specific mm-hmm. cause. Southwest was a huge proponent of this, but essentially, like they're trying to hedge against the risk of oil prices going up. Well, when oil prices went down, they didn't get the benefits of lower uh, oil prices for to hedge for their flights. Right. Thanks for listening to Things Have Changed. Be sure to subscribe to never miss an episode and follow us on our Instagram at THC underscore pod. We're going to see you next time.